Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, this is Josh and the homebrew hombres, Liam Malone, Max Wessel, and Doug Banks. Hey! We make RPG from scratch. It's a podcast about making and playing your own tabletop role-playing games. So come listen to us work on the Scratch Dice system, an alternative to D&D and Pathfinder, and listen to our first campaign, Echoes of the Star Crypt, at nerdyshow.com and on your favorite podcast app. The following program is presented by The Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Cosplay. Oh, that would be really because fun. If, if we got like six of us together, we could totally pull it off. And like Will was talking about doing it too. That'd be really what if fun. what if it was it was a five stack? <laughs> there was a five stack of us doing a Rainbow Six cosplay, and the sixth person was a wall that constantly explodes. Yes. <laughs> like just two pieces of cardboard that they pull apart constantly. That has a big yellow X on it. We have the breaching. Or maybe <laughs> or maybe one of them is just a soldier that's stuck in a wall because you. Ubisoft glitches. <laughs> wait, 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 that's not Bethesda, though. <laughs> no, Ubisoft glitches like crazy, too. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 161, and I am your stupid, awesome analyst, John Starr, and with me is the hard man with hard opinions, AFLM. Hi. And we have our security guy, Greg. Hola! Our king baby duck, Evan. Can eat you well, my bastards and wenches. And Elite Four Derek. Insert greeting here. <laughs> it's Conma! Conma! We're still talking about this. <laughs> okay. It's one month until Anime Boston right now, and I need to finish the panel. <laughs> well, I have all the clips. Uh, no, I don't have all the clips. I have we have more time than last year's. I am. I've got my clips. AFLM has to come over to said apartment to help me put it together. I have to bring my car to the shop so that I can get my car to drive all the way to your house. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I could insert AFLM into my car, yeah. and me and said AFLM could go to said. That's not a bad idea. It's re- That's dude, not a bad it's idea. really easy to get to Evan's house. It's literally a straight line. Yes. <laughs> So Derek, Derek's house is significantly tougher to get to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to go down the hallway past the bathroom. Right. <laughs> cool. So this episode of Con Month, we want to talk about some cosplay, but we have some rules that we're going to be talking about in cosplay. Uh, we, while we're talking about cosplays that we would want to do 
for a certain amount of respective amount of time. We are also going to be searching for other cosplays to build for under a hundred dollars. Now I know that for some people it's like, that's really easy. You just go to a, a you know, I don't know, savers or yeah, uh, salvation sure. army. Or Building anything. 19. Those yeah. aren't around anymore. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, well, I don't know those jokers was. <laughs> uh, so we kind of want to turn this into a game for ourselves and see if we can. We're each going to take a part of somebody's cosplay, search for it, and then add up the dollar amount for the uh, that we can find. So uh, we have some while some, also talking about conventions while also talking about conventions and cosplay that we would want to do that we've seen etc. Um, and we don't know how it's going to go. <laughs> so uh, we did have some recommendation for topics. They're not being ignored on the Discord. <laughs> plug shameless plug for the Discord. Everybody should join. <laughs> we have a Discord. <laughs> um, and uh, it's you know the newest and best way to connect with Wicked Anime at all times of the day, except for when I'm playing Skyrim or not online. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's uh, to come later. So let's start by ringing the news bell. Here, it's over here. here. Oh. Mm. She's she doesn't live at my house anymore. She lives at Jonathan's house now. So I forget that I have to bring it around. <laughs> and 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 yeah, but you don't ignore Whistlecoon. When I don't forget about Whistlecoon. <laughs> <laughs> Only ignore her, let me ignore her. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we have a ton of news. Yeah, a, yes. ton of it. a lot of the news is a lot of newly announced things for next season. Upcoming seasons yeah. and all kinds of, of good stuff. And bad stuff. Right. And bad <laughs> stuff, probably. Well, the first news I want to mention, because Discotech Media has been announcing new releases that are coming up, and... I'm personally excited over the fact that this may, after almost 12 years since it first aired in Japan, one of my favorite series is actually getting an American release, and that is Nagasarate Airento, which yep. was one of the ultimate harems of the 2000s. Yeah, it was really, really good. Evan was the one that got me onto that, and I watched the whole thing, and... That was one of the things. I, it had to it has to be at least four years ago now that we were like, yeah, we'll never was, get an American. It was um, it was um, no, it was one of the first shows I think I talked to you about back in 2013. So this wow. was like, like six years ago, man. <laughs> but like, we did this whole segment on our, on my podcast show about how this show should be licensed, and it took six years for it to finally happen, man. Because nobody likes. Discotech. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true at all. Yeah, Discotech is, is the cool uncle that always brings you neat stuff when he comes over. Well, not just neat uh, stuff, but like the stuff uh, you're not supposed to see. Yeah. He's like, want to uh, watch I'm this I'm also porn? just giving that the unfortunate coincidence in that it shares a name with a style of music. So that's where I was coming from while saying that. Yeah. I don't mean anything towards production companies or anything like that. <laughs> well, and that's why I always feel like Discotech Media is the black sheep of the anime releasing community. Because it's Disco... They're naming themselves after an understood underdog. Yeah. And like, well, because the Discotech is, you know, sometimes it's underground. I mean, it's it's a European term for, you know, a club. Like a nightclub. Yes. But... You know, if if you have yeah, let's just go to the discotheque. Yes, this gets a groovy on. It just feels right. You know, I, that's where I buy most of my anime from discotheque because one, they're really really well priced. Most of them are in our hardcore panel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Most of them. That's where most of our hardcore anime comes from. Dude, discotheque is awesome. They're they're so yeah. great. 
I always like seeing their table. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I've got an interview on this year. Like, Discotech is one of those companies I never get the chance to interview. I think this year I have to. They were right down the street from us when we lived in Florida. When Jonathan and I lived in Florida. Yep. One of the guys would always come to the comic shop. Yeah. Uh, they lived in... We were in Winter Park, and Discotech was in Longwood, Florida, which was literally 15 minutes down the road. Yep. His name was Dave, and he bought comic books from me. Mm. <laughs> Did you ever go, Dave, can I work for you? No, it was before... It, I actually found out that he worked at Discotech probably like a month before coming home or something like that and then I never saw him again <laughs> so I screwed that up so yeah Naga Sorante Aranto is coming out it's that was Whistle Coon's uh, flirty voice <laughs> it's... and by the way apparently one of our good friends helped out with the subtitles that's right on that release Roman did yeah from Manga Gamer yeah so yeah. uh so, uh, Nagasarante Aranto is really good. It's a gr- it's a really amazing harem. I don't know if I would put it at... It's a fun show. It's a good comedy. In in the same way that I really love Psychono. I think that's probably one of my favorite harems ever. But Nagasarante Aranto is... They're completely really, different. Yeah, things. they're really two yeah. completely different. Like, I, what I liked about Nagasarante Aranto is that a lot of the episodes actually focused on off of the harem aspect and actually gave each character their own unique personality. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was good. Yeah. yeah yes. Except for pre-order now, it's coming out in May. Yeah. Neat. Please do it. <laughs> um, Alright, so so let's let's talk about another, another new thing. There's a lot of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, because there's a lot of second season announcements that happened. And the first one that was announced, I think... Today, as of this recording, sells at work. Oh, really? I missed that one. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I saw that one too. It Ooh. was a poster. It was just a poster of the characters. Oh, because I, I thought you were going to bring up ReZero. That the second well, ReZero that will, I was going to bring that up next. You know what they say about cells? Good at regenerating. <laughs> <laughs> They're good at making second seasons. Um, yeah, so... Not Osmosis Jones. <laughs> they did make a continuation of that, though. Ozzy and Drix. Yeah, yeah Ozzy and Drix. Anybody? It was, and it, it was wasn't yeah, the cartoon. Wasn't yes. it with Bill Murray? That did not go on for very long, though. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it Drax or no Drix? Okay, Drix. Yeah. yeah. Ozzy and Drix in the city of Hector. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm surprised you remember that. As much as I love Phil Lamar, he just could not get that Chris Rock voice down. <laughs> yeah. You know what he could do? Samurai Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> so okay. he couldn't do a white so blood cell, but he could do a, a Japanese samurai. Yeah, he's just a Japanese <laughs> samurai. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> but yeah, that's exciting. And then you just mentioned ReZero finally announced for a second season. Yeah, so with ReZero, does anybody even remember what happened in the first season? <laughs> yeah. I've never even watched the first season. Oh, a lot of bull crap. Well, I mean, <laughs> it was good and I liked it. But, and that was what really, like, the Isekai genre was a thing before it came out, but then ReZero came out and Isekai's really exploded. Yeah. And ReZero was... Frustrating. Frustrating. <laughs> and it, it was definitely a love-hate show, because it kept restarting, and, which is part of the plot, you know, that it kept, keeps restarting and he keeps doing it better every time. But... It was frustrating because you really wanted him to be a good hero, and he just wasn't. At least he's not Kirito. Well, uh... yes, <laughs> I would. I would have to agree. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but the Kirito protagonist still has its appeals. 
Yeah. Because, you know, you want to, like, be excited if everyone's doing everything perfect. But if someone has a flaw and keeps repeating the flaw, <laughs> you can kind of, like, grow their development. Yeah, his damn that flaw. That being said, I have not watched a single episode of this, so I'm talking out of my ass. His damn flaw was that he fell in love with the wrong character for no reason at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. There, oh, I've, I, I've fallen in love for no reason. You know, no, 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 no. I'm talking about he sees the girl and devotes his life to her. And then there's a girl that legitimately will protect him and and like do anything is for a, him and at is all. It, is yep. a better choice yep. and is in legitimately in love with con, him. Con, yep. like like conveys and her he love does nothing to, because he's blinded. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> yeah, his, yeah. I've done that one. His okay. legit that, reason in the show is sorry, not you, because yeah, like. <laughs> He chose the character with no character development at all over the character that has all character development. And I've done that in my own personal life, though. That sounds like a great series. But the thing is, I think is they're going to be rewarding him for that choice, not not disciplining him for that choice. Oh, man, I could have a what-if scenario. <laughs> anyway, uh, enough of ReZero, because ReZero, everybody, know, everybody knows what ReZero is. All right. Uh, all right, season two of High Score Girl? That's really interesting. I still need to finish off the last three episodes because they are very good. And I feel like that the last episode does set things up for the next season which, pretty well. Which is really... Not in the cliffhanger setup, but more from like, okay, we can now begin the next chapter of their lives. Okay, because I was really interested to see where it actually ends up with them because it is such a bizarre show in general. It's so It's weird. bizarre, but it's so great. It, it was really good. I was intrigued... For the whole first season about, okay, where is this going? Why am I so entertained by this? And why are these characters so strange? Like, they're so weird. And it would Because it was the 90s. Everything was weird. It was even just the late 80s, too. But, it, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. They the, the characters themselves are just... Their personalities are bizarre and... Um, and I think it, the show would have been a lot nicer if it was in 2D and not that really awkward 3D. I'm hearing rumors that the second season might actually be more traditional based with its animation. Whoa, that would be wild. That'd be good. Because they are changing, I think, the character designer for the se second season. That's okay with and me. This and this one is more of an expert at 2D animation than 3D. All right, that's that's a little bit more appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, so also, a second series of Wintertime in New England, first of all. <laughs> just have to say, it's already spring and it's already snowed again, so I'm just <laughs> yeah. a little mad about that. <laughs> second, second of all, um, you guys know what series I love, right? Dragon Ball? Horse Girls. <sighs> Would you believe that everything from Dragon Ball Super was just one season? <laughs> <laughs> Hundred and what thirty three episodes? One hundred thirty three. Yes. Is that oh, a new record? Right. Awesome. Okay. Oh, I don't uh, think no, so. No, no record. Uh, I mean, at least with the Dragon Ball series, has to be the Z Z series. I believe had more than Dragon Ball original series. Yep. Although I will say, right now, I think One Piece is close to breaking the record for longest first season. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's still the first season in One Piece. We don't know. What's <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, no, but, uh... They're doing it all in so, one piece. So, yeah, everything that's happened in Super so far has been the first season. 
and people have been wondering if the second season's going to be coming out. There are leaks coming out saying July. Do we believe them? <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe not. Parents... Two, two sources say it's going to be in July. Toei Animation said not true, but a lot of people are saying that Toy is just saying that because they want to announce it themselves. At Anime Expo. Calling it now August 12th. No. <laughs> um, is that is that all the second season stuff? No way, nope, dude. Nope, really? Nope. There was a um, second yep. season announce of that time I got reincarnated as a slime. I was oh, just excited wow. that I actually had a second second season news story and I just wanted to throw that in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that we haven't like we, we haven't announced like the big one. Well, we could just be building up to it in the end. We're building up to it. I just did. Yeah, Derek just did. We're building up to it. So, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Do I just not know season. what it is? Am I, like, that far off the grid of anime now? You'll know. Let's see. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And for a third season... Well, no, One Punch Man is coming out this season, so... Oh, damn it! Okay, I oh, just yeah, tried to mime fun. something to Evan to try to guess what it was, and he corrected me. <laughs> no, no. Um, but uh, My Romantic Teenage Comedy Snafu is oh. getting a third season. <laughs> That's third, not second. Is that the big news? No, no, no. <laughs> no. The big, um, so there is a couple of movie news as well. Yep. So first and foremost... My Hero Academia is getting a new movie this winter. Okay. This coming winter. Next winter. I still haven't seen that. That's current winter. When did it get a movie? They've already summer. had one. We've watched it and it was awesome. Wait. Yeah, it was over did, the summer. Did we all watch it? No. They watched it. No. Oh. I want to see this movie. I got a review copy of it. Oh. Yeah, we didn't We didn't get to see it, so. Oh, darn. It was quite plus ultra. <laughs> Okay. It very. Was. It was very good, but I will still say that at the Crunchyroll Anime Awards, it did not deserve to win over Night is Short, Walk On Girl. I do think between the two, and I'm trying not to sound like a fanboy by saying this, but I think the Broly movie might be a little better. <laughs> well, that's going to be next year, probably. I know, I know, but I just had to throw that in there. That's the part. I gotta check out this Broly movie. <laughs> yes, he's oh overrating yes. it. Oh. <laughs> no, the animation sequences are actually really great. You can tell they took a lot of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, go on. I'm All sorry. right. <laughs> well, there's this. There, well, there's this little film adaptation of a series called Goblin Slayer that's happening. That's right. Yeah, yeah there is a Goblin Slayer movie <laughs> that came out, and that's gonna be awesome. Appa- <laughs> apparently, it's going to be an adaptation of the fifth light novel. Oh, interesting. Are they finally slayed? Well, slayed. it looks it looks like it's going to be taking place in the wintry area. Okay, so, so end of the season. They're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> Let in that snow. Make all that white snow red. Or yellow, depending on how you go about it. <laughs> Goblins pee themselves and then they get splattered. Yeah, it's a mixture of red and yellow. Lots of which girls makes what gone. color? Orange, but avoid the brown because that's there too. <laughs> red and yellow, red and yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Goblin Slayer movie. That'll be in the hardcore <laughs> now, probably. Yeah, maybe. Alright, so what's up next? Uh, so we have two new series announcements. Spriggan, 
Who remembers the movie version of Spreegan back in the day? I've never even heard of Spreegan. I watched this back in Adult Swim, like, in the late 2000s. The movie version was pretty gory. But they have announced that it's coming to Netflix from David Production, the same guys who did JoJo yeah. and Sells at Work. Yep. Two ends of the spectrum. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is Spriggan. And the other announcement, Netflix has announced that there's going to be an anime adaptation of the Capcom video game, Dragon's Dogma. Oh. Um, That's interesting. Is the game going to be, or is the anime going to be as broken as the game? Do we get to create our own <laughs> character at the beginning of the anime? Let's let's pretend I haven't heard of that series, because quote-unquote, obviously I have. I'm just asking for the audience here. <laughs> what is that game? Dra- Dragon's Dogma was a create-your-own-character RPG which uh, was a mix between, like, a Skyrim open-world adventure and Monster Hunter, where you could climb on monsters and cut them, cut them to pieces, and then you could have a romantic relationship with one of the characters throughout the story, and then that would get you your ending. And there was, like, three different endings. So, mixed with create-your-own-character and multiple endings and open-world adventure. I'm not really sure how they're going to make an anime off of that, unless they just are using the lore from it. I thought yeah, you were gonna say... that seems like it would have to be, like, a specific adventure and a specific character. Yeah. So, it's probably... Which, which would be interesting, but that's assuming that a lot of people know the universe it's created in. Well, so, I'm guessing it's probably going to be... Right, okay. So, it's, it's probably going to be, like, Monster Hunter ride, uh, Riders, where... I mean, otherwise, it's going to be, like, three episodes of just getting like, viewers caught up on what the universe is about, and then they try to make a story happen. Yeah. I'm sorry, go on. Well, I mean, and like I said, so with Monster Hunter Riders, they made a character for the anime series, and then they made their own story about the Monster Hunter universe. So it's not like they have it, people haven't done it before, and especially Capcom hasn't done it before, because Monster Hunter is also a Capcom property. Um, so... They'll probably do that. They'll probably create their own character, and they'll probably put that character within the universe of Dragon's Dogma. The only difference is, is not as many people are familiar with the Dragon Dogma lore as people are with Monster Hunter lore. That's about it. It does have a good, strong cult following, though. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking with that whole, like, three episodes of just explaining the universe, and then maybe we'll get a story in. So kind of like how there was that first season of the Castlevania show, where the first first season was basically just building... The universe that it was based off of. Mm. Cool. Alright, what's next? Alright, so Crunchyroll and Adult Swim has announced that they are going to be doing a uh, programming partnership for Toonami. So we might see some new stuff, new new original shows with the two of them, and we might even see some abs- like some some good shows from Crunchyroll going on to Toonami as well. Bring up the obscure. I love this. So, I'm trying to think of how this is going to work. Does that mean that they're going to get into dubbing? Well, they've already done that. That Megalobox dub was done by Crunchyroll. Yeah, uh, Bang Zoom. Uh, the Crunchyroll has actually been doing having Bang Zoom Entertainment doing all their dubs. Rise of the uh, Rise of the Shield Hero. That's Bang Zoom Entertainment. Mm. I didn't know Rise of the Shield Hero was being... Was, uh, I told you that. I told you that it was being sampled up, remember? Because that, that was Because uh, VRV, VRV has Season 1 and then Season 2. And I was just like, that's not Season 2, it's just the, the subs. Oh, yeah, season that's right. Two, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, yep. Season 2 is labeled as subs 
on VRV, which is yeah, which is wrong. wrong. Fix that VRV. That's wrong. <laughs> Web it's not Editor, two. what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So you know, it could be a good thing. I mean, you know, there's a lot of like big name celebrities who get drawn to Adult Swim. It could hypothetically get some big names to come on board and do some anime. I mean, remember when we did the interview with Chris Sabat? And he had brought up how like a lot of famous people sometimes come up to him and ask him, "Hey, how do we get into this anime thing?" Yeah, um, Toonami's been a good way to get that whole thing out into the forefront. So maybe the partnership will kind of help at least advertise, you know, what they're talking about. So did we get to the big announcement yet? <laughs> Which one was the big announcement? I'm, just, I'm still waiting on like the big announcement. What is it? I. Well, I mean, Derek did did spoil it, but oh, was it was it Goblin Slayer? No, it was One Punch Man. Oh, oh, season two of One Punch Man. Oh, I don't care about One Punch Man. Oh, Evan signaled no. All right, Ed. I thought you I thought you were saying it like it was a brand new thing that was announced. No, what when we're asking like, oh, what's the number one announcement? I'm sitting here putting like a one sign, then a punch, and then pointing to me and doing like question. It's like, nope, it's not One Punch Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I supposed so to get, think at that I point? I guess I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, One Punch Man is really, really, really good. It's a really great property. I just... I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just tired of the fandom being like, One Punch Man is the greatest thing ever! But season like, one of One Punch Man was ridiculously good. I know. And yeah, it was ridiculously now, good. Now, I will say that... But is it a One Punch Pony? <laughs> I will say that <laughs> Hashtag the trailer one for One Punch Man very clearly shows that it's not being animated by Madhouse anymore. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I... Yeah, I, I, I mean, I know, I know people were saying like, oh, it's not as dark and deeper as... As Madhouse as well as well, it's not you know, even keep that. in mind keep in keep in mind that comedy aspect is the stronger element of One Punch Man. That's not even what I'm talking about though. Like I don't care that it's colorful or anything like that. I'm talking about like the scenes where we see Nova punching or Genos. Sorry, yeah. we see Genos punching and it looks like crap. Uh, it, it and like his face is all weird, and messed up, and it's like. This is weird. You know, I, I don't know. It's just like, it, it's, to, it's to be expected when you move a move studios, which, I mean, the, the fact that they got Madhouse to do the first season is huge. Yeah, and it made them a bunch of money, so yeah. why didn't they keep doing it? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird how they said no to season two of One Punch Man, but they're like, Overlord season two and season three? Okay. Because Madhouse is one of the best animation studios that Japan has, in my opinion. So. Oh no, I agree they, with you on that one. Whenever I see that it's Madhouse, I'm like, okay, I'm at least gonna give it a watch. Oh, of course. But you know, the the season premiere of One Punch Man is supposed to be airing on Hulu. When is it? Like the second week of April. Hmm. Still don't have Hulu. <laughs> you need to get Hulu. I can't afford Hulu. Yes, you can. I cannot. I literally cannot. Um, uh, cool. Okay, so fine. Okay, so fine. One Punch Man wasn't the wasn't the biggest, most exciting announcement ever. How about uh, Giant Insect Island? <laughs> okay, so now we're getting into the actual anime that got announced. Yeah, like the newer, not the second season stuff. Giant Insect Island looks like somebody's rape fetish. It's serious. Like it does. It's weird. Like so, there there was like. Like, 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 I don't even know how to... clothes melting off in in the in the trailer. Aphrodisiac stingers. Yeah, and, and like, 
And there were very clear spoilers in yeah. the trailer. Like, these characters right here are gonna die. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that they're the main cast. Now this is a conversation I can get behind. <laughs> yeah, I, it was weird. Like, it, it, it was like the horror eroticism from High School of the Dead, mm. but instead with giant insect monsters. It was, and it was the worst, or the, like the most horrifying scene from that Jack Black King Kong movie, but an entire series. I'm pretty sure if if you looked hard enough, there is giant insect disgusting uh, dojins out there. Oh, probably. Oh, 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 dude, if you just fucking put it in Google, you'll find thousands. <laughs> yeah, of giant them. bug disgusting guru. Just put it. Just put anime insect into Tumblr and oh no. No, you can't do that anymore. Yeah. I, that's the joke, Evan. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go to Google, put insect hentai. There's 78 no, million you, choices here. You never... Wait, did you actually do it? No. Okay, because now... Because I mean, like... No, don't Google it, Greg. Can we please call it buggery? <laughs> <laughs> Greg did it. Greg... Oh! Oh! oh. <laughs> Greg, that you you don't give Google your search history. You have to go around that. Bing it. Oh yeah, this is the series I think. And this is this is Bing uh, that bug ass. That's Blaze Blue. Oh no, that's what's called on Denio. I was talking about. There's a mind control one, which is really disgusting. I understand that, but this is the one that I'm talking about. This is gross. Yeah, no, they're, they're all gross. <laughs> it's disgusting. Like I'm, I'm not saying um, one particular image is gross. I'm saying beings. that this Google search is gross. Craig, <laughs> wait, are, wait, is that the amount that you got was a gross? Isn't that like 144? So you got 144 search results. I am now going to clear my history. <laughs> you are already in the Google machine. Um, I would say take a fire extinguisher to your computer and then give it a rice bath. <laughs> um. Oh, that kind of that kind of yeah. No, that's what we're gonna expect from this series. Yeah, so so Bug Island gonna perpetuate. Yeah, so Bug Island may call find Christina to the room, see what she thinks. If it's if Bug Island is good, she it, can't be bugged may, by that. It may find its way into the hardcore anime panel. Oh man! But it may also be disappointing in the way that Killing Bites was, where it's like Killing Bites probably could have been in the hardcore anime panel if it was way gorier and less censored. But, um... Which one was Killing Bites? Killing Bites was the one with the animal hybrid humans oh, in the tournament. Oh, yeah! And I was the only one of us that watched it. I think you were the only person in the world who watched it. <laughs> I don't think people at Crunchyroll even watched it. That wasn't on Crunchyroll. Oh. It, it was I, on Amazon. I, so there you go. No, Network didn't even pick it up. Yeah. It was it was unnetworked. It was an unnetworked anime of that season. But I saw the manga when I it was, was in Japan. Project. And so when I saw that it was announced for the season, I was like, well, I gotta watch this and see what it is. Now I remember. And it was dumb it was it was it was very sexual very fetishy very uh very violent and very repetitive and 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 that's kind of what i think bug island is gonna be it's funny that we're just calling it bug island but it's like it's called something else like it's just like long convoluted title because it explains itself about what I, we're calling it. yeah i google searched <laughs> terror on I bug searched, island i google searched the uh i, I typed into google uh, giant insect island anime, and and the trailer came right up because I mi I hadn't seen the trailer yet. Even though Haru, uh, our, our one of our fans Haru, um, sent it over to us, and I and I just didn't watch it when I when I first saw it because I wasn't around. But Jonathan, you watched. I immediately when, watched. Yeah, when it. Haru, I was like, I, of course I want in on this. Yeah. <laughs> and so, 
Oh man, I don't what, know. What, an insect hentai? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Giant insect Never hentai. again. <laughs> Never again? again? That's disgusting. Like, ugh. I, I already cleared my browser history. <laughs> uh, okay. Greg yeah, yeah, is going to go to the Dojin Pope at Anime Boston and be like, Do you have any insect porn? <laughs> I really hope nobody approaches me at Anime Boston asking if I like insect porn. <laughs> you, can, you can clear your browser. You can never clear your soul. <laughs> Yeah, I just dug myself a hole. But anyway. <laughs> I wonder if in the waifu panel, if we say insect rape anime, they will immediately cancel us. <laughs> They'll be like, nope. They said rape in a non-18 plus panel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they, we, they, we just triggered everybody in that room. You're trying to waifu an insect rapist? <laughs> <laughs> oh, laughing about that. <laughs> anyway, so let's uh, so let's talk about let's talk about moms and isekais. Yeah, another fetish. Oh my god, I, I saw the trailer for this and I'm so stoked that it's actually out. <laughs> I, I see when it, when we when I saw that that was a light novel coming out, I was just like, "There's an anime coming out of this eventually." And so what's it called? Are you jealous that your mom can two hit? Yeah, are you something? are you jealous of your mom's multi multi attack or something like that? And. <laughs> It looks okay, and everybody Giggity. everybody has really weird eyes because everybody's irises are white, so everybody has what? this ghost stare to them, like they're dead. I, no, it's weird. So everybody has vibrantly like colored irises. Like a gorilla style. <laughs> it kind of like uh, my sister, my writer. Like everybody has really weird eyes. Yeah, uh, and so everybody in this mom isekai has these white oh, irises. Oh yeah, I see what you're talking irises. about. And and so everybody has this. That might just be the character design that they had for the light novel characters. It is a character design choice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but so it looks like just a regular isekai, but his mom comes. But this one's different because the the government is involved. Like the the government inside of the real world is involved with him going to this video game with his mom, and it and. I was I was watching the trailer when I first woke up in the morning, so I was really in that super bitter hate anime mode, right? <laughs> and so I was watching it, and I was just like, "Ugh, this kid's mom looks like he's she's the same age as him. Ugh, I hate this. Ugh, like it was, it was annoying me so much that his mom looked like they were the same age, and she wasn't aged at all, even though he's a high schooler, and his mom should have buku tons of wrinkles on her face." And it was just so be, irritating. Look, look, be real. Like, the only realistic-looking mom I've ever seen in an anime has been in My Hero Academia with Deku's mom. Yeah, and she should probably have a little bit more wrinkles than she does, but at least they kind of made her age by making her plumper. Um, uh, I uh, cannot find this trailer. I'm, I'm typing in... I'm, I'm doing something even worse than what Greg did. Um, what? With your Google search, I'm typing random mom things, like, to try to find it, like, mom multi-attack, mom isekai, and, like, I'm just destroying my YouTube history. I cannot find this. Do you love your mom and her two-hit multi-target attacks? (laughs) I love that it starts off with, do you love your mom? Do you love your mom? Because she's a a doting mom who loves her son. He gets sucked into a video game, and then she follows suit behind him 
because she just loves her son. I, it's got to be like a mom <laughs> fetish anime, I think. It, oh, yeah. I, I really, I just really hope that half of the show is just the mom embarrassing the son while he's trying to act cool. I hope it's a mom fetish anime and it's the most disgusting, disturbing <laughs> mom fetish anime ever. Can I ask a bigger question here? How is that worse than typing in insect hentai? <laughs> <laughs> Because as John watches the trailer, <laughs> this is this is the manga trailer. This is not the right thing. <laughs> okay, so I found I found it on JList on J, the JList blog because okay. Peter Payne posted it. All right. Um, so if you go to JList blog, one of the things from this morning, it's is, on Anime News Network as well. And so you know, there's good, yeah. there's respectable people behind the making of it. JC Staff is animating it. Yoshiaki Iwasaki, who directed Love Hina and Hayate the Combat Butler, is the director. And the person who's uh, handling the series composition, that's the person who adapts the light novels into script form, is Deku Akao, who did uh, Amanchu, uh, Anonymous Noise, and a few other really good series. Uh, Flying Witch as well. Wow. So it's got some (laughs) pretty good people behind it. Well, it's got moms and isekais, so... I'm going to watch it, probably. <laughs> I'm probably going to watch it. It's going to be another one that I watch for two episodes, and I'm just like, I forgot about that one. There we go. I found it. Yay. You did it. I actually think the trailer doesn't have any dialogue until, like, the very end when you hear the mom's voice actress. Yeah. Right. Who is uh, Aikayano, who plays Darkness in Konosuba. They do look like the same age. (laughs) (laughs) I know! It's dumb! (laughs) It's really dumb. She could have had him as a teenager. I mean, that happens in Japan. (laughs) So, when you say the same age and I'm looking at it now, why does it remind me of that whole scene from, like, Back to the Future where, like, Marty McFly's mom falls in love with (laughs) it? Because it's probably going to happen to Greg. That's... That's what I'm thinking of when I watch this. <laughs> the trailer is really like the music does not match the speed of the trailer because the, the the trailer's like bam 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 all information 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 and the music's just like do 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 do. Well, it's from the same person who did "Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in the Dungeon" soundtrack. So, hmm. uh, you're probably gonna there is a lot of exciting stuff that he does do in the Danmachi one, so that you may hear some more. Sounds like that. There's literally nothing thrilling in this trailer <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. The trailer was is really not that super. The, so my conclusion then it's a it's a mom fetish anime. It's like a mom that's... fetish in a mom fetish isekai anime. Yeah, it's... very specific because you have to throw the isekai in there because isekai is the thing now, and everybody has to have one. Everybody and their mom has to have an isekai now. Everybody and their mom has an isekai. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Mm. Yeah. shameful. I'm more interested <laughs> in the how many kilograms are the dumbbells you lift anime. Oh yeah, that one looks pretty <laughs> funny. Oh yeah, the, weight, the weightlifting. I saw anime. a trailer I for. Yeah, I sent you guys a trailer for that. Yeah, I know, and I, I watched did, it. I didn't watch the trailer. I was in school. I watched. <laughs> I watched it. There's plenty, plenty of dark skinned girls. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's people with a sweatish. Yeah. Well. Oh, that's a good term. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sweatish really started with, uh, you know. With uh, the, the sweaty, ping pong the, yeah, the ping, uh, scorching, scorching ping pong scorching girls. ping pong girls, because that was the sweatiest anime I've ever seen. <laughs> Man, that like from ping pong, you get that sweaty. I think you have a problem. <laughs> Drink more water. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. So there's that. How many kilotons can you? I'm 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 watching the trailer. For that one. <laughs> you watch them. 
You watch the trailer for that? I already much better trailer. Just saying. <laughs> it's literally just a trailer of a bunch of girls staring into the camera and then doing a workout. Yeah, but it's gonna be it's it's gonna be like if that what's that girl who uh, work out? Oh, uh, ex- exercise DX or whatever. Uh, yeah. DX. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's Do- But it's also Dogakoba. So you know it's gonna be cute in some way. That one's Dogakobo. Yeah, that's Dogakobo. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Oh jeez. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're uh, finally getting away oh, from no. the from the <laughs> from the college students falling in love with elementary school kids thing. Oh, I still so, I still haven't finished that. I'm on episode what six. ten? I'm on yeah. I'm on episode six of Watch I'm on episode. It's cute. Two. It's cute. It's cute, but it's repetitive. <laughs> yeah, we got the joke. Um, like there's a lot of anime that come out. There, there was a lot of anime this season for the winter season that I felt like the first episode was a good concept, and and then that that should have been it. Like it'd be like, you oh, see, it'd be really cool if this was just one episode. You see, this season I'm having a hard time writing about like anime because a lot of the shows that I'm watching don't really deserve the few hours I spend writing an article about it. Yeah, the only thing like, that... I actually, I actually have to. Fight, like the urge to not write about anime because like like I have like I need to have at least some sort of quote of how many anime I do a written review of like I had to fight to do uh, Domestic Girlfriend I had to fight to do uh, How Clumsy You Are Miss Ueno I had to fight to do Spec Ops Oscar Chan even though like I was somewhat positive about you know, two out of the three of them I still, and the reason why that is, is because normally when I write about anime, I tend to go for anime that's kind of obscure, that not a lot of people are talking about, but should be. But this season, there really isn't yeah. well, see, anything like that. That's why Mermaid is a cat. <laughs> see, even I don't want to write about that. See, that's why I, I was watch. I was watching. I watch Shield Hero, and then I watch Promise Neverland when it comes out. So Promise Neverland is my number one. Then I watch Shield Hero. Then I watch Domestic Girlfriend. And then, um, so I'm actually, I'm, I'm like, I think I'm on episode 10 or 11 of Domestic Girlfriend that I haven't watched yet. And I've actually been keeping up with it and I just, I'm like, okay. I fell off Did you, um, did you guys watch the video I sent you of Giguk attempting to explain the plot after eating a hot pepper? I, I didn't, I didn't watch it. I saw that you sent it to us, but I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Oh my God. It's so funny. I, I just. The morals of the show, it's just awful. It's just The, the morals worst. of the show is so awful, and yet we keep coming back to it. Yeah, for some reason, it's like a train wreck. I don't, I don't know what it is, but... <laughs> did you know there's going to be nudity in the Blu-ray? Yes, I did. I saw that, <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw, I saw that there's an extended sex scene for the first episode, and then they show uh, uh, Rui's... Rui? I forget her, her boobs in the bathtub yeah. scene. That's about it. So thanks Japan. Gross. Yeah, it's like great. I want to watch teenagers have sex. Yeah, I wanna, that's that's what I exactly what I want to see of your culture's high schoolers like <laughs> watching them defile themselves. It, 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 it's making it sound like that we didn't There's have that back in the late nineties. American Pie, anybody? Oh yeah, that that's awful. Yours aren't. That movie is disgusting. Yeah, American Pie like was not good. That was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Um, and then uh, what is it? Uh, and then I, and then I've been okay. Should we just go into what we're watching? It's kind of what we're doing. Yeah, that's what so, we are kind of doing that. So I've been watching Made in Abyss, finally. Oh, good, um, good. And I'm on episode seven or eight or nine. I forget. I think I'm on episode seven. Uh, and I really enjoy it. I don't think it's as good as what everybody was saying it was. 
And I don't, I also don't understand oh, why. Oh, but that's because you're just on episode seven. You've got, it's one of those shows where you gotta wait towards the end and you're like, that's why it got so much praise. No, and, and I like it. I, I really like the show. Like, the music is awesome. The music. Oh, yeah, I, Kevin Pankin is a. I that dude's gonna win an Oscar one day. Like, I'm telling you. He's, he's he, the the soundtrack that he did for that is just awe inspiring. Okay. Yeah, um, it it sounds exactly like White Knight Chronicles. Like the 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 soundtrack is almost exactly White Knight Chronicles, mm. and and to me that's really kind of nostalgic. So I really love the music, and the music is great. The ending theme that was a really good ending theme. I think that that probably it's it's a really really super charming ending theme, and I I highly recommend that everybody even just check out the ending theme to Made in Abyss. Because it's really well composed, and I love that the the opening and the ending almost tell you the exact adventure of the entire anime. Um, but it's it's really it's really bizarre. I, I I've been I've been really enjoying it. I really like the characters because the characters legitimately care about each other. I I like it when characters have these connections of like oh I want you to be safe and oh I want you to be and I'm proud of you and it's just a really nice thing to watch people be nice to one another you know mm -hmm. but but it's tvma and i'm like yeah people have died and there's some sexual jokes but it's no worse than like tv 14 well, no no like i said wait no i and I, I get it i know i haven't finished it yet and i i i'm i'm going to finish it and i'm going to continue watching it i'm just i'm just trying to figure it out and uh and a lot of people and i understand that there's things that are coming uh because uh but it, but it was really cool that there was these like Wendigo monsters where they it's these monsters that that mimic people that they've killed and so that they can have, like basically it's like this monster that's like help me and then like it lures other people into them because which I, reminds me a lot of the predator because remember the predator could do that there's a lot so so the Wendigo does that the predator does that there's a monster in the movie Annihilation that does that it's a very cool trope. And it's a, I love, I love monsters that do that because it's super creepy. It's so creepy. And I, I, I just, so I, I really enjoyed that monster. I thought it was really cool. Um, yeah. So I'm, so I'm enjoying Made in Abyss. Made in Abyss is really good. I like all of the aspects about it. I'm just kind of waiting to, I'm waiting for it to turn into that anime that everybody was just like, you gotta watch it. Because right now I'm just like, oh man, I'm still really happy that. Like I'm happy that I'm watching it, but I'm happy that it didn't win our best of 2017. Mm -hmm. So, which is Dragon Maid, which is also getting a second season. Hmm? Oh yeah, sorry, we didn't mention that. No, no, we did. Like oh. a couple. No, we we mentioned that in the past previous episodes as a rumor and then as official news. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so I'm waiting for for Made in Abyss to be like, oh yeah, you're right, that was the best anime I've ever seen. So I'm I'm catching up. I, I will say that it's the only anime when I was doing my review that I gave five stars to every single category. Mm. And that's the only anime I've ever done that for. It is So good. I put it really high in the pedestal. Anybody so, else watching anything? I, I am. I, I am watching things. And it's on Crunchyroll, but it's not anime. Uh, <laughs> I watched a three-part documentary series called The Fan Chronicles. Okay. Which was Crunchyroll going out to different parts of the U.S. and interviewing why anime is so important in the lives of some fans. Ah. Now, 
It was a really interesting show. It was it was fine. It was good. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was well shot. I was very impressed with Crunchyroll doing their own shooting, you know, for it. And it looked good. And uh, they got the footage that they needed to make a successful documentary. Each episode is only like eight minutes long. Um, huh. The first one was a girl who has like some sort of condition that she always feels pain in the right side of her body. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's from Cape Cod and she's a cosplayer. Oh, wow. Uh, and she's also an artist. Uh, the second episode was about a DJ uh, who was growing up in, like, um, you know, uh, the ghetto and stuff like that. And uh, his mom wouldn't let him go outside, so she plopped him down in front of the TVs just to, like, in fear of him, like, being shot if he goes outside right. or anything like that. So instead, he sat down in front and he watched Naruto and, you know, Dragon <laughs> Ball Z. Uh, and then the third episode was about a photographer who got over social anxiety by taking photos of people at cons and learned how to talk to people. And now she works at a company um, called, oh, uh, what's it called? It has the word weeb in it, but I forget. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, the reason why I wanted to bring this up, it was good. Uh, and if they made more episodes of it, I'd check it out. I mean, it's no waste of your time. It's only nine minutes. Mm. But I wanted to bring it up because currently there are 27 reviews of it. Two of them are five stars. 25 of them are one stars. And so, really? I, and before I started watching it, I was like, what could possibly be wrong with this series about it? And I went into the the reviews to check it out. And the reason why there are so many one stars is people didn't even watch the series. They just gave it a one star because they were like, Crunchyroll, I am paying you money to give me anime and this is not it. Ooh. And so there was like this, wow, what a bunch of assholes. Yeah! I mean, it's like, come on. Like, they're trying... Well... They did have that cosplay show. Remember that that cosplay competition show, and it was bad, well, like really, really, really bad. No, that was on Sci-Fi. That wasn't Crunchyroll. No, no, there was a Crunchyroll show that uh, that that was on there. It was a live action competition for cosplay. No, you're th- you're thinking of um of Heroes of Cosplay, which was on Sci-Fi. I'm talking about a competition where they bi- the first episode was Monster Hunter World, and they had to build a Monster Hunter World cosplay in a studio, and there was no music. It was just watching people run around, and it was bad and boring, and it was like, wow, I can't believe you funded this. It was terrible. Is it still there? I totally want to watch it. I, I probably, um, <laughs> but th- this one was different. This one actually felt like a real documentary. Like, remember everybody like free solo so much. This is, this is like, this is shot that same way. Yeah. Um, but there was just this hatred that was spewed out all over the place because everybody was like, this is not anime. This is not what I'm paying you for. Uh, I didn't even watch it. I'm just going to give it a one star review. Like I would give it zero stars if I could. As a matter of fact, let me pull up some of the reviews. Somebody else talk about something else and then I'll read some reviews. Yeah. You can, you can give it zero stars by not watching it. Right. And perfectly fine. So. (laughs) <laughs> they're like fix your website i mean i'm not it's not like i'm arguing for crunchyroll that they should spend their money on anything but i think if they spend their money on worthwhile things then that then that helps that's what i mean listen crunchyroll could just be an entertainment network around anime it doesn't ne- mean that every single waking moment of your time needs to be needs anime. to be anime they're not they're not releasing less anime because a piece of their company is you know, is is going to shoot a documentary. Mm. That that doesn't make any sense um, for people to be so freaked out over over that. So, come on, fans. Though I can't wait. Yeah, to come on. Give, give 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 more chances. Come on. Well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for the train wreck to come. 
Uh, the high, high Guardian Spice. Yep. <laughs> we, do, we don't know that's going to be a train wreck yet. I know it's going to be a train wreck. It's going to be it's going to be the best Tumblr anime ever. <laughs> and just be like, wow, I hate this. Yeah. So I actually finally got a subscription to Funimation. And oh. instead of watching anything new, I'm actually going back and watching Joe. Oh! Rewatching that... And I'm finding new things, like new background jokes, every single time I've watched it. This is my third or fourth time watching it now, and like I'm noticing things that I didn't catch in the last time. And the reason why I'm doing that now, I think, is because I've been reading the city manga. Mm. And in the city manga, if you look in the background, you see a lot of gags, or things that actually connect to what's going to be happening in the next chapter of the manga. Yeah. And I'm noticing that happening a lot in Nichijou, the anime. When is City getting an anime? I know! That <laughs> show, it, it totally deserves... I Every time I pick up a copy of it, it's like, this has to be animated. This this would be amazing if they animated this. But who, but here's the thing. So, as a lot of people know, Nichijou didn't do so well on Blu-ray when it was released in Japan. That's why it never got like a second season afterwards. The reason why that is is because they started releasing the Blu-rays right when that big, huge earthquake happened in oh. 2011. And people just didn't want to spend money on anime. They wanted to spend it on people, you know, who needed it because there were a lot of people who were homeless after that fact. That sucks because Nichijou was just one of the greatest things ever. Oh, it was so funny. So, because of an unfortunate tragedy, that's why it never happened, that, that, that we never got another season, is because it was, they released it too close to yeah. something really bad happening in Japan. And unfortunately, Japan is very superstitious, so they probably won't make any more Nichijou, because they'll probably equate it with natural disaster. So they'll be like, oh, I guess we can't make Nichijou anymore. <laughs> but make City... You can do that. You can make city. Um, Derek, because you and I are sharing the Funimation account. Yeah, so where he's gone back and watched Nichijou, I've gone back and watched My Hero Academia because I actually never watched it in the dub. Mm. I always caught up with the sub, and now I'm introducing my girlfriend to it, and she's starting to really like it. Even to the point where she says she's liking it more than The Promised Neverland solely because she always just gets really messed up in the head after all those episodes and it's just so stressful and there's so much we want to know. And she likes how happy My Hero Academia is. So, yeah. I, so I've been catching up and watching that again. I do vastly prefer the the subs to My Hero Academia. But the they dubs did, aren't but they, bad. But they did pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I keep mentioning to... To Derek, how much the Japanese voice actor and the American voice actor of Deku sound exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, they that's really true. I'm getting delightfully surprised by Christopher Smith. I actually really... I am here! I actually ha, really ha, ha. do not like his voice for All Might. Um, it, I find it to be, like, so... It's obvious, like, he's trying to make the voice. And I like his, like, small might voice better, we'll say. Yeah, like, I do too. He actually sounds better there, and it's just obvious he's faking it when he's all night. But though. he's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the point. I just, I, I also don't like the fact that a lot of the jokes that All Might did, because it was in Japanese, 
and because he said things in English are lost because it's totally in English. Like the whole scene when Deku cleans up the beach and he goes, oh my, oh my goodness. Like that <laughs> is one of the best jokes that they totally ruined in the English because he's just like, oh, holy super crap. And you're just like, what? That's <laughs> wrong. Like that is just a completely wrong translation of that joke. Like, and I don't know what they were thinking when they put, when they ruined that, that sequence. That might not have been Chris Sabat's fault, though. No, but it was whoever wrote the that scripted. Was a script, and, that was a scriptwriter yeah. who was trying to match the flaps. No, but, but, oh my goodness. <laughs> I know. He says, oh my goodness. Why didn't you just say, oh my goodness? Like, it's Devil's just... Advocate, I liked holy freaking super crap. <laughs> Maybe that's because I'm from near Boston, but. Uh, although... Holy freaking super crap. Like, what? Uh, Revia I... Beach is clean? What? That's a wicked pisser. <laughs> they they cleaned up Wallaston. No. Fuck, there's not even any needles. <laughs> uh, it's because they shipped him all off to Gloucester. You, you can't clear Rovio Beach. No way. <laughs> Were you retarded? <laughs> uh, there, uh, the, the one line that I did really, really like in the... Uh, English dub though was when Bakugo is like really mad about Deku's power and like All Might he like gives a speech and then suddenly All Might comes out of nowhere and goes Bakugo I found you <laughs> like that that was a really good really well delivered line and I still laugh at that when I hear it <laughs> yeah uh Greg are you watching anything uh the only thing I'm watching is not anime related right now because I'm kind of uh, on a deadline to finish. <laughs> catching up a Game of Thrones. Yeah. So is the Game of Thrones that you're watching? The, yes. Okay. I I am still on season one of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Season I'm on one, season episode, one, episode three. Season one, episode nine. <laughs> I thought you were on one one. No. I thought you were just not no, watching. No, no, no. We, we actually had... Jonathan and I have actually watched up to episode nine of, and then we stopped, We we just couldn't schedule it around anymore so when you yeah. get to one two is there a warp zone to go to seasons two three or four yeah you can warp right to season four <laughs> honestly i i would say if if you're gonna skip a season maybe skip season like two but i mean it just you can't really miss an episode yeah there we go. you really it's, yeah, it's like all really level. good at some point I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Um, so then you say you don't have anything else? No, that's the, uh, that's really the 
only <laughs> thing I've been watching. <laughs> okay. Well, what about well, what about Love, Death, and Robots? Well, I did oh, want yeah. to crack the whip to go into the West for Woo! Love, Death, and Robots. Well, a little bit out of order, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. So, <laughs> so we watched uh, two and a half of, yeah, of we, Love, Death, and Robots. Two and a half episodes of Love, Death, and Robots, which you can watch the series out of order any way that you want to because it's an anthology series. Uh, David Fincher is one of the producers on it and it was originally supposed to be... By the way, it's a Netflix series. It was originally yeah. supposed to be a reboot of Heavy Metal. And, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and we, then we got this. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense now. All right. Yep. Uh, I like it. I, I, I like anthologies. I, I like anthologies, I, too. I think that anthologies are fun. I really like the ABCs of Death. I really like... Yes. I love VHS because sometimes VHS. they are just so bad. Yeah. Like, VHS gets really bad at some point. No, hold on now, though. There's at least one masterpiece in the first three VHSs, and then we get to VHS Viral, and oh that one was just gosh. a dumpster fire. <laughs> um, is it, But yes, I, I would agree. I am also a fan of anthology things and so anthology like love death and robots is cool because it's an animated anthology yeah uh which is really neat and we, so we watched the first two and then we started this the third one but that was we had to start recording the podcast uh the first one was neat with with like the giant pokemon battle yeah the cy yeah. Cyber, cyberpunk pokemon battle and uh followed by lesbian sex well i mean yeah <laughs> and then um and That's why I told you not standard. to watch it. <laughs> and then episode two. Episode two wasn't visceral at all. Like, I thought the whole... It was more comedic, because there I... are comedic episodes of it. Yeah, see, I thought the whole point of Love, Death, and Robot... Because when you do an anthology, there's a theme. Yep. There's always a theme. And so the theme didn't really fit in other than the robots for, for episode two. Yeah, it was, well, it was love. Well, there was death love. in it. There was death, yes. But, yes. It, but it wasn't, like, gory or violent. No. Which is what... I thought the whole series was based around. Oh no, no, not all of it is gory. There are some really good ones that are gory, but even there are some good ones that aren't gory. Um, one of my favorite ones that they had was one called um, something blue, and I don't really want to spoil too much about it. But it's about this reporter who's trying to interview this like reclusive artist who uses this special color of blue in all of his paintings. And the more you watch about his history and about his past, you'll see... Well, I don't want to spoil it, but it goes really deep into the philosophical aspects of life and purpose. Yeah. And, like, the simple things in life. It is really good. And the other one I really loved was one called Good Hunting. This is, like... The animation in this one reminds me of, like, right at the golden age... Like, the final bits of the golden age of traditional... 2D animation at Disney. Hmm. Like, it reminded me a lot of Mulan. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Well, you'll, you'll see because it does yeah. have an Eastern theme to it, but at the same time, uh, just the animation style of it, just and the attention to detail, you don't really see this anymore in, like, a lot of, you know, child-friendly Western animation. I'm happy that you're getting to see this more in adult Western animation now. Yeah, I'm 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 enjoying it. I think it's pretty good. I'll I, keep watching it. I'll finish yeah, it. Yeah, I'll keep watching it. And you know, it's it's like one of those things that's like it's 
It's good. It's all right. Know, I like it. It's cool. Uh, but, you know, and then I have to wait and see, like, because the first one I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. I get it. Like, she's barefoot because, uh, because like, the, the monster walked around barefoot and, uh, like, that. did you did you see that? That, like, it, when the monster jumped into the ring, it, like, specifically focused on the, the monster's feet. Because, mm-hmm. like, it was like, oh, because she walks around barefoot, too. Like, mm-hmm. so, like, it was really interesting. Um, so there was, there was some neat things in that that I was like, oh, that's neat. And I like the cyberpunkiness of it. Like, it's very cyberpunk everything about everything in in that uh series so far and then uh the second episode was funny like the it the, the robots were really funny but i didn't enjoy the story because i was like oh this is kind of boring because it's just robots talking about what humans used to do and they're making fun of humans like yeah i get it i wish there was like more of a more of a moral or a deeper meaning to to this other than them just telling some jokes but the jokes were really good yeah. yeah, like I thought the jokes were funny, but it fell and the on the sassy pyramid robot. Yeah, and she was really <laughs> funny, and then you know, and then it kind of fell flat because the ending was like a non-ending. Yeah, it was it was a punchline that wasn't funny. Yeah, I'll, um, I will say that a, some of the shorts feel like you can actually springboard them into their own universes, and I won't say which ones, but you like when you start watching them, you'll be like, I kind of want to see more of what this world brought. Mm, interesting. Like the first episode, I wanted to see more of that, but I yeah, like that's a good example of one I feel you could actually turn a whole series into. Possibly, um, it, yeah, that was a good, like, but you know, if you were to do a series, it'd be like, okay, well, do we follow her or do we follow just like the 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 faction of monster battlers or do we, like what do we follow? Like we have like they set up a world, right? And so, which world do we follow? Which story do we follow within this world? It's kind of like in in the case. Remember when Sweetness and Lightning was coming out, and we watched the first episode. I was like, if the series ended there at the after that first half hour episode, I would have been perfectly happy. Yeah, you know, it's it's something like that. Yeah, exactly. In a case. And, and which is why I think I was happy with the way that that just ended. Like that was a good snippet. I don't know if you could make more of that, but right. And there are some that do just work the way they do, just yeah. as short films. Totally. Yeah. Well, there, is, there was also remember that Netflix just released a, a a movie that was based off of Black Mirror, one episode of Black Mirror. Oh, really? Uh, Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Yeah, Bandersnatch. Oh, which was a choose-your-own adventure one. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, uh, and people have been telling me that that's really great, but people are also kind of butthurt that they're, that they just took something out of Black Mirror and like made a movie about it. I, I think actually Black, the people who made Black Mirror. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a Black Mirror movie. Yeah. It, is it long enough to be able, or is it okay to mention Fully Cooly at this point? Or are we like beyond the morning period? Can this be included? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can talk about Fully Cooly. That, that's another one of those that's like, okay, we'll, we'll just leave it at the six episodes. There was no reason. <laughs> yeah. When all is said and done, I think everything settled to the point where I was kind of happier before they added to it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, totally. 100% agree. Well, and it was the same thing, like Wreck-It Ralph 2 happening this year. It's yeah, like, why like, did you do that? What? Why did you need to do that? That was a terrible movie. <laughs> everybody, everybody out there who was just like, no, Wreck-It Ralph 2 was really good. You're wrong. I'm I'm sorry, you were just straight up wrong. Like, that was a really bad movie. The best thing out of New Fooly Cooly was New Pillows music. Well, not yes. new, well, two new songs. Everything else was actually re-recorded songs from Thank You, My Twilight, uh, Penalty Life, Good Dreams, and My Foot. Things that Evan would know. <laughs> of course, I'm, I'm the J-pop expert I know, of here. course. But uh, but it was you're right. The soundtrack was amazing, and it was cool listening to the soundtrack. But 
Sorry, Fula Cooley, you suck. Um, <laughs> Oof. Fula Cooley season one is still amazing. But, uh, Good yeah. thing you corrected yourself there because I feel like that would have been a sentence that I think you would never have uttered before <laughs> Alternative or Progressive came out. Although oh, I, do... I can still easily end the quote before he finished the rest of that sentence. That's still <laughs> easy. That's good, like, internet bait there. It is, it's true. <laughs> I found what Andrew said on this podcast. How dare him. <laughs> and that was Into the West. So do we talk about the, po- uh, the, the, yeah, the podcast now? Do we talk about the podcast now? Do we talk about the topic now? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Yes. The pod play, the cosplay, the co- cosplay-tastic. The cod piece. Uh, now that we're talking about con month, because it's con month. So um, we've talked about cosplay in the past mm-hmm. when we have done a con month so we want to take it in a different direction and do like a 2.0 version of it where we talk about what we would want to cosplay as and how we could make them as cheap as possible as cheap as so i'm gonna start this off i'm just gonna start off this conversation with a with a story of my cheap cosplay Mm -hmm. so back in the era of 2008 which is over a decade ago now when we first when jonathan and i first stepped into our very first convention uh, I went as Jan Valentine from Helsing. And Jan Valentine is made up of white gloves, a tracksuit, a blue, specifically a blue tracksuit, the one that you see all Russian terrorists wear in, movie, in, in cinema. <laughs> Russian mafia, not Russian <laughs> terrorists. Well, I mean, depends. Uh, and then basically the Slav memes. Yeah. The Slavic memes. And uh, Jan Valentine's very famous hat. Which which you can purchase for like well you can't purchase it anymore they don't sell it anymore for um, rubles on dollar and then uh, <laughs> and then a bunch of fake piercings that give you blisters in your mouth um, I remember that oh it was awful. I remember that oh that was so bad don't worry not the bad kind of herpes so uh, so basically I bought the gloves I bought the tracksuit I bought the hat and I bought the fake piercings. Um, and then I already had, uh, dress, black dress shoes that I could wear with it, which looked really nice. Uh, cause I just wore the dress shoes with all my other fancy clothes. I think I still have them somewhere. I think I might have thrown them out. I need new dress shoes. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so, so all of that stuff was really cheap. I, I think, I'm pretty sure it was less than a hundred dollars. Cause the track, I don't know how much, how much can you buy a tracksuit for? Was it like a 1980s like blue tracksuit? Like I still have. That's what I use for jogging. Like I, I, it's literally my jogging suit. It's a, it's an Adidas jogging suit, uh, and and it was blue striped. Or I mean, sorry, the the white striped blue jogging suit. Blue. My answer was rubles on dollar. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Adidas. Oh, here we go. So I have. Uh, well, I don't know. It's not exactly super blue, but I have one. Okay. Oh my gosh. Amazon for like ten bucks. You can buy this one's this one's uh the full Adidas uh, tracksuit. Adidas original men's uh added color tracksuit is eighty dollars at Macy's. Wow, that's expensive. There's no way you bought it for that. That's much. literally, but it's literally the one I have. Oh, here's here's one uh that is a women's size. Oh, oh, uh, boys size. Yeah, all of them are like seventy five to eighty dollars. Oh, here we go. Um. Adidas men's original suit uh, for $50. Anyway. Does it have to be Adidas? 
Well, that's the one that I have is an Adidas one. Okay. So I was looking up specifically Adidas. Uh, so, okay. So if you're, if you're actually really realistically looking at that, then it's probably over, over a hundred dollars now. Cause if you buy the hat, the hat's probably like 20 bucks because it's anime merchandise. So it's not cheap. Yeah. Uh, and then the gloves are probably like five, maybe even four or $5. The piercings that you just buy at a party store are probably like, I don't know less than that i remember that if you kept wearing those uh those piercings then the piercings legitimately would have pierced you yes so i had sores i i wore them all day long uh, on my mouth and on my nose and on my ear and uh the ones on my nose built up so much uh like oil on them that i got a uh like acne from it on on my ear and my nose and then the one that sat inside my mouth uh, created sores in my mouth that were actually like open lesions in my mouth oh, and ouch. and they, they hurt for like two weeks. I remember so, that. So I don't, I don't recommend it at all. <laughs> fake, Dude, piercings. Fake, fake piercings are very, very bad for you. Other oh. things I don't recommend. Uh, don't go to Neiman Marcus for your blue track suits. Uh, <laughs> that'll much? cost you $2,390 oh. for men's Fendi Mania two-piece side stripe jersey track suit in blue. <laughs> Who the fuck would do that? <laughs> no. I paid less for cars. But it's so <laughs> comfortable. <laughs> there, There's... I'm on Amazon and I did find a men's track suit on the opposite end of the spectrum... Uh, Zindik, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Zindik, it's good to see you. <laughs> it's an entire outfit, anywhere from ten dollars and twenty three cents to thirteen dollars and twenty three cents. Yeah, but wow. that no, is no, not that's even actually the close. female lesbian version. That's of a Vin dark diesel. <laughs> Zindike. <laughs> it's but it, no, it's like it's it's not what we're looking for, Greg. All right. Uh, so that so that's kind of the basis that we're looking for as far as co- cheap cosplay goes. What the heck was that? What? Scroll up. It was more bug hentai. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was this? What is it? <coughs> what the? I'm, this is gonna make. A this is what happens when you Google Greg. Oh my! If oh you my. like bug hentai, I suggest you like uh, ant titties. No, it, it's no, it, that's lingerie. No, yeah, it's a, it's, it's lingerie. I asked for a tracksuit and it gave me lingerie <laughs> for fifty cents. I mean, if you're into bugs, yeah. <laughs> if only our viewers could see this right now. I mean, our listeners. Uh, I'd rather they not. Yeah, that would. Who would pay for? Okay, I it's would 50 never. Cents. How, how, what kind of woman would pay fifty cents for lingerie? <laughs> I don't uh, know. If you're only really going to use smart it once, what's the bother? <laughs> really smart shopper. All right. Um, Greg, you're just messing up your computer search history, like, all over the place. The yeah, fact you... that you clicked on that is Amazon's like... Amazon's going to start... You me to click on it. <laughs> no, I said, what was that? You clicked on it. Amazon's going to start... On that note, I'd like to welcome our new viewers, the FBI. How's it going? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've been watching. One cent... To 48... Oh, it's $6 shipping. That's where they get you. I know. They've been they've been hearing us, but now they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, ooh, mom anime? All right. Ooh. Oh, there we go. Well, that's more blue. That's closer, but the tra- the, the stripes are only supposed to be on the side. Well, I... All right. Let's move on. Let's move on from the freaking tracksuit. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what other cosplays can we put together for less than $100? Because that's well, going to be really hard. Derek was actually thinking about making a cosplay for this year. Yes. 
Okay, well, so I may or may not have gotten a UA uh, training suit. Um, yeah, UA uniform For my Hero Academia. The gym suit? And just mm-hmm. functionalist-wise, yeah. The, the blue and white jumpsuit, pretty much. Well, it's still two piece, but not a jumpsuit. But yeah, I got, I got still I, matches. A, anywhere from from twenty bucks, excuse me, to uh, sixty bucks on my end. Okay, ended up. Okay, so this part of the expense is uh, already invested in. So it was about forty five or fifty dollars for the uniform there. So I got that already. So I got an extra fifty to play with. If I'm going for the budget. What I'm thinking of doing is Cero, uh tape guy from My Hero Academia. So I'm trying to figure out different ways that I can actually get the elbows to look realistic. Okay, so here's my thought. You can buy, um, uh, like, peach flesh tone uh, colored, uh, a two-pack of pantyhose for five bucks at Target, and then you can cut off the ends and roll those up your sleeves, and then take uh, two rolls of masking tape and put them on either oh, side of your elbow. That will so bad. It will. I told you though that was actually my idea. To it was having empty rolls of tape. <laughs> oh, you could probably. And now I'm getting lingerie. <laughs> you, could probably... <laughs> you could probably safeguard those though, and make it so that they don't chafe. Like put silk around them or something. Yeah, t- find a, a larger pack of of pantyhose and put <laughs> the tape inside of the pantyhose, and then oh no 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 do this. Cut the socks, uh, the sock part off, and put the tape inside the sock part, and wrap it uh, in that, and then put the the sock part of the pantyhose inside next to your elbows. It puts the pantyhose in the pantyhose, or else it gets the chafe again. <laughs> <laughs> All Ooh. right, I'm putting. That now, did you, okay. Derek? Did you choose Cero because he's just as skinny as you are? Um, I'm not gonna say convenience. <laughs> <laughs> So I will just say I love uh You love the idea oh, wait, of shooting I, tape I'm out of elbows. I, I'm Scottish and some tape is scotch, so that's <laughs> where I'm going with this. Good okay, that makes sense. And he's really skinny. And if I like get my hat head going to full effect, I can totally reach Sarah's hair. Where it's just like spiked down in the front, spiked down in the back, almost kind of a mullet, but no. <laughs> I know, nice. he's got this really weird grungy look to him. And like I wonder why they designed him with such small pupils and like this really big, like always smiling grin. That has nothing to do with tape. <laughs> so why did they design his character? Like, I understand why Froppy has the big eyes and the and the tongue and everything and the bigger mouth and stuff. But, like, he's got this really he weird has teeth, joker. Like one of those tape dispensers always ah! has teeth at the end. I was literally just thinking the, the same thing. What uh. if? What if he's just... I mean, wouldn't you be really happy all the time if you had a quirk where you could just shoot, like, tape and, like, swing like Spider-Man and, like, quiet people instantly by shooting tape at their mouth? Wouldn't you be happy if you were Todoroki and would be shooting people continuously with fire and eyes and no one else having any chance? Yet he is very sad. Yeah, he mad, he's mad all the time. Yeah, well, I'd rather be happier than with tape. Yeah, there you go. So one. Okay, power, everyone. So everyone has a fetish. That is correct. <laughs> wow, didn't think it would turn on me like that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's double-sided tape. <laughs> Two sides to every piece of tape. 
<laughs> Double-sided tape is the best. I hate that that was actually the continuation of his power. When, when he was trying to develop it, that was his big innovation. I'm now sticky on both sides of my tape. <laughs> All right. Back to cosplay, I guess. Yes. <laughs> I got an interesting one, unless yeah. we're still on the tape. Go right guy. ahead. Uh, so, unfortunately, it's technically not 100 bucks, but it's just a little bit over. And I've always wanted to do, like, a Hodor costume, because <laughs> back when Game of Thrones was first coming out, my brother, uh, uh, as a term of endearment, would call me Hodor. Now, for people who might have met me, they obviously know I'm a very large man. Am I waist-wise as large as Hodor? Probably not. Um, Why not be the mountain? But, but, because the mountain is a muscle mass, and I have no muscle. <laughs> hey, I, I am like Slender Man. Don't cosplay shame yourself. <laughs> I mean, that's what I live for. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I no, hate you. don't cost shame you. <laughs> I hate you. Stop saying that. <laughs> but I found this really cool Hodor costume on Amazon uh, from Cosplay Do It Yourself for like 138 bucks. But it's not. You could, do why don't yourself. you just buy like a giant like potato sack, cut a hole on the top of it, and there's his down. Yeah, or, and you and it would probably come with potatoes too, which are actually really affordable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll save that for next time with the potatoes. <laughs> but the other okay. thing is, if you don't want to buy that actual costume and try to get something like this for under $100, I did find, like, a Friar Tuck type costume that was, like, anywhere from 25 Yeah, and then just get belts. 45 Yeah, and then just get the belts like they have here. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. I think that works. Okay, so I'm thinking, Hodor. if you want to be Hodor, all you have to do is hold a door, right? So it's really cheap. All you have to do is get a door, and this is placed in Bucharest, Romania... That's selling a door worth $34,000 that's made with 31,707 Swarovski crystals. What? It's it's like free 99. But if you hold that door, people will be like, Hodor. Greg, what if you dress as casual Hodor and just stand in front of doors all day long saying Hodor? What? what? Okay. What the heck is casual Hodor? You've never seen cosplays of like I'm this character but casually dressed. No, that's dumb. It's like dr- it's me. like cosplaying as I... Goku and, and Piccolo from the driving episode. I'm thinking of the episode from the Clerks cartoon where he's belt where Steve Dave is cosplaying as Boba Fett, cleverly disguised as Steve Dave. <laughs> exactly. You know, by the way, instead of buying a door, I could just you know, there are panel rooms like we'll be in, so I could literally just hold the door. Yeah. And I'll do my job. Uh, this one is made of ecological leather. A door? Yeah, apparently. Oh I don't my know. Goodness. 31, I, how much is that door? Swarovski crystals, too, so. <laughs> <laughs> what side are you on? What's a Swarovski, Swarovski crystal? I'm about to look that up right now. <laughs> like Derek just went to the dark part of the internet to find a door. Or I just googled expensive door. <laughs> I thought we were looking for cheap doors. I found cheap belts that... Wait, are you cheap door or Hodor? Come on, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, uh... Explore the world of Chodor? Chodor! Like, cheap door? Chodor? Chodor. Chod? What? Oh, no, oh, 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 here we go, here we go, here we go. 
What are so special about Swarovski crystals? Swarovski crystals are man-made gems manufactured in Austria in 1892 by Daniel Swarovski. Invented uh, invented a machine for making precision-cut, beautiful, high-quality lead glass crystals using quartz, sand, and minerals. The exact proportions of these raw materials uh, has remained a company secret. Huh. There you go. In other news, I also found a brown metallic belt for two dollars at Ooh. Rainbow Shop. All right. Oh. Well, there you go. We're, we are doing super great today. Oh, it's actually cheaper on uh, the I'm Amazon. I'm a little over budget. This place. <laughs> you, you just a slightly over budget there. You might want to. I want to check this watch. Speaking of. Um, By the way, we we also know Chodor, who uh, Anthony Chodor, a good friend who runs Flashcord Photography, who actually is a photographer for Anime Boss. So, uh, not at Anime Boss, not for Anime Boss. Speaking of of doors that people smash through. Speaking of doors that people smash through, uh, we were before this this podcast even started. We were talking about we. Were, I mean, me, me and Greg were playing Rainbow Six Siege before coming over here. Excellent game, and we were talking about how cool it would be to have a five stack of of people cosplaying different characters from rainbow six siege but have a sixth person who is nothing but a person holding a bunch of cardboard with a yellow x on it that they could pull apart and people can jump through them or we could build uh you know actually what i was just about to say it's probably better not to say so i'm gonna stop right there (laughs) but now you have to say it you could all right how do i (laughs) Uh, okay, so we have we have that, okay. and you know how they like breaching charges and all that fun stuff. <laughs> okay, uh, just like cardboard breaching charges to, and then just somebody, you're right. Maybe and, we shouldn't be talking about this about going to conventions with breaching charges. <laughs> cardboard yeah, fake, 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 and, and so when when we activate one, somebody just screams loudly like boom, boom, yeah. pew, pew, <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> Uh, now I really want to go back to playing Siege with you, Greg. Well, let's uh, go home tonight and do that. Right. <laughs> Did you know that uh, on Friday at three and f- three between three and four p.m. there's going to be holding a My Hero Academia Cheer Squad uh, picture or photography shoot? Oh, they, oh, didn't they yeah. do that last year? I don't know. Potentially, uh, they need. This is going to be interesting because um, th- so they need Suyu, Mina, Kirishima, uh, yeah, Kirishima, and uh, Sero. Which means that they have um, Toru, the Invisible Girl, which <laughs> I am fascinated to know how they did that or how they're going to do that. Please tell me it's just like a wireframe with the gloves. It could be. It. It. it uh, no. It's. It's the cheerleader outfits. So, I. I want to know how they're going to do that. Cosplay okay. related. All right. I bet you could do that for under $100. Okay, so you get a mannequin, you get the outfit, you put it on the mannequin, and then apply a bunch of super glue. I want to know what she looks like. Dang it. It's really annoying. Why Why hasn't anybody, like, thrown flour on her or something like that? Really annoying. Really irritated by that. Like, why didn't the water reflect in the, uh, in the hot tub scene? <laughs> She was in the hot tub too, right? Water can refract. It can show, you know, at least some lines. It, it did. It did. It showed her. It showed her cleavage line. Ah, oh, I gotta rewatch. <laughs> There's like endless. I memes. wasn't watching closely enough. There's endless memes about it. You can totally see it in the memes. Yeah, it's actually really funny. 
<laughs> what did I miss? I just came back from the bathroom. <laughs> We're talking about uh, Toru, the invisible girl. Oh, right. And we want to know what she looks like. Because there's... Yeah. There's there's going to be there's gonna be somebody at Anime Boston. Um, not as Toru, but they don't need Toru for their photo shoot. So I'm very intrigued about how they're going to get Toru. Yes. All right. Does anybody else want to do cosplay for under hundred dollars? I don't know who I would want to cosplay, but I want to try to pick like a hard one. You know, a hard well, like so so like a hard one that makes it cardboard cosplay. You can literally make anything out of cardboard or duct tape. I got one. Deadpool. I already made that joke before we started recording. That well, I brought it to the actual episode. <laughs> All right, so one idea I've actually had for a cosplay is a male version of Megumin from Konosuba. But, like, instead of having a witch hat, it's more of like a top hat sort of style. And instead of, like, a giant wand, it's like a pimp cane sort of thing. So, pimp Willy Megumin? Wonka. <laughs> Yes, Willy Wonka Megumin is probably more what you're looking at right there with the top probably, hat. Probably, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> okay, so let's find a top hat. Oh. Oh, okay. Let's find a red let's find a maroon top hat. I will find a maroon uh, five plush jacket. <laughs> I will find whatever you guys need me to find because I have no idea what this character looks like. I know what I'm looking Ooh, for. Ooh, candy apple costumes, maroon top hat for uh for nine ninety nine. Bam. Oh wait, no, sorry. It got a, it got the same exact one. It's it's literally actually the same model, and and same picture of the hat for for three dollars. Oh man, guys, I found like a lot of really cool things by doing this. What'd you do? I typed in maroon plush jacket. Um, so there's a reversible fuzzy faux fur hooded jacket for thirty nine ninety nine, uh, in, by New York Style, and then there's uh this. Uh, ambient woman's cargo style hoodie, uh, for $26 on Amazon. So you can get an, a plenty of maroon jackets that would, oh, Hey, oh, yeah. uh, how about this, um, cozy long sleeve fleece hooded, uh, long coat with big buttons, uh, for 28, uh, basically $29. That's cool. Oh, also if you're going for effect, um, most gas stations have matches for free, and gas is going between two fifty to three dollars a gallon. So you can totally get at least one good explosion spell off. Yep, <laughs> one's all you need. Yeah. Uh, don't bring it inside the convention center, kids. Yeah, we should really stop talking about. Uh, once again, we're back on the topic of explosions. Explosion. Where, um, I did find. Uh, so Megamine staff has like that that hook shape at the top of it. Um, I did find. A shepherd staff um, that is that same shape, like kind of the same shape, not exactly the same thing, but sixteen ninety nine at J C Penny. Uh, what? What? <laughs> yeah, J C Penny has has shepherd staffs that look similar to Megamines. It's we... an eternity wand. <laughs> it's like six feet tall. Would we also be looking for like maroon type boots? Yeah, that work. Cool. So I think I might have found some, depending you're, you're on. You're shoe shopping, Greg. I I am shoe shopping. Thank you very much. It's actually one of my favorite side hobbies. <laughs> uh, shoe shopping. Are we shoe looking? Shoe shopping. Now, Jonathan. Yeah. Here are your lovely choices for maroon slash red boots. 
We have some nice, oh, like, really expensive. dress-looking boots that you could wear outside in the winter for $81.99. I mean, we also have... These are probably my personal favorite. Uh, these, like, I don't even know. They look worse than Uggs. They're, oh. they're, like, the, they're like those mittens that you wear on your hands, like that, that like elementary school kids wear on their hands yeah. big and puffy but they're on your feet yeah for only fifteen fifty, it's perfect it's really expensive for boots okay well i don't know what to tell you <laughs> that, that seems cheap to me uh but it, oh well those uh, those might those are uggs oh, okay well those are ugg boots well nobody wants uggs um <laughs> oh good, keep going keep going oh, down. Oh, keep going oh, down. We, uh, we saw something there the ones with the chains on 25 bucks that one perfect right there bam got it Nailed it from Elichich. I can't read that word. E L E G C H I C. I think it's like something chic. Elegant chic. It's elegant chic. But it's Elig chic. Elig chic. Adjustable buckle casual flat heel boots, red, US 5.5 label size 35. For 25.81 on this elegant chic. A website thingy, my Bob. <laughs> Let's visit the site. That's my favorite new Pokemon, Elix Sheik. <laughs> if they actually come out with a Pokemon naming that, I want full credit. <laughs> <laughs> Take it all from that damn boot company. <laughs> actually, I this kind of looks nice, actually. That is definitely a female model in those boots. Though. I understand, but does it? Does I it will breathe? fit my fat foot in there. <laughs> Hodor needs some boots. All, all I'm saying, you can wear those boots. All I'm saying is, do the sizes go up big enough for a foot like yours? Uh probably not. So for all those who are interested, my foot <laughs> is super long and a little bit wide. It's like a clown foot. So imagine a very, very tall man with like kind of duck. Like clown size feet, uh, ladies. <laughs> That's wait. Scroll down. There was a size chart. Yes. Um, size chart. The biggest that they go up is to ten and a half. Yeah, and I'm like a size fourteen wide. In men's, this in... is ten and a half. Women's. I'll get my foot in there. No, I won't. That's a lie. It's not even, <laughs> not even close. You're like, you're literally like a foot short. I love short. how you have the same level of enthusiasm for. I'll get my foot in there. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what else do we need for this outfit? I think those are some pretty good starting components. Yeah, those are some good oh, starting. Oh, oh, oh! Let's look up an, an eye patch. We need an eye patch. Oh, oh you, you can, can get that for like use... a dollar. Yeah, you yeah. Can get yeah. A dollar. Oh, like, that's like the one. that's like the easiest one. You, that's even the easiest one to make. Okay, as fine. Well. Let's take a look and see how much a real like medical eye patch goes for. Real medical eye patch. <laughs> and it's lingerie again. <laughs> Probably. There, that one's perfect. Uh, no, that really a pair of that panties one. on yeah. someone's head. <laughs> it's like flumping out. That one. <laughs> No, I don't like that one. Um, no, you just said you like that one. It's uh, it's it's currently unavailable, anyways. So go back, Greg. Oh, for the love of all that's holy. Um. Do no, okay, uh, that one. Try that one. See if is, if that one has a site. Yeah, but Zen Duck, yeah. Oh, it does have a site. Great. Uh, it's probably currently unavailable. Six ninety nine. I don't see it. Three thirty two. Three thirty two. Got a really good and... medical eye patch that's kind of in the shape. 
332. That is a giant eye patch, though. Like, look at how much of her face it yeah, covers. You, you cut that down. Yeah, but I guess. <laughs> it's three dollars, Greg. Ah, that's so. Yeah, but you don't want to ruin the integrity by cutting off the some of the eye patch. Yes, I do. Oh wait, I can save up to fit auto deliveries. What? I might buy this iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it won't let me click on fifteen percent. It's a save five or fifteen percent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 15% on $3.32 is not that much money. Yeah, it's probably like... It's probably like the $0.32. Cents. It probably makes it two ninety nine. You mean 3 No. Well, well, I mean, yeah, but... three thirty two minus $0.32 cents is $3. I know that, Greg. Yeah. Hey, we all have to learn something on... <laughs> if you're looking for something that's more of like a mask and less of an eye patch, though, there's this really nice mask that was made... In 1993, for Elizabeth Taylor, that only runs about seven figures, about three million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Does that um, one have some Australian uh, Austrian diamonds in it too? No, but it's named after sadness from AIDS. <laughs> I, I can't even make that one up. <laughs> Luckily, Mosa, referring to the sadness that AIDS brought them. Okay, let's close out this topic by I... by making the most expensive. Okay, got it right here. The, I have, oh, I've that's been, what I've been going for. Awesome. This is what I've been going for, too. <laughs> I will fight you to the death on this. Master Chief armor. Like, the whole outfit. With Swarovski crystals. Yes. <laughs> uh, the For that, actually, it's kind of cheaper than I thought. What the heck? This was supposed to be my ace in the hole, and it failed me. Um, well, the helmet alone is like 200 bucks. Well, I have a full outfit here from at least this one for 550 This one's 566 Oh, because that doesn't look good as... That legitimately looks like an action figure. I know. What, this one or this one? Both, uh, well, uh, that one. That one totally looks like an action figure. So that, I don't know what type of model that is, but I think this one's supposed to simulate the Mark V armor. And then they have one that actually looks worse... On Etsy, then the one the five eighty nine for Mark V armor for fifteen hundred dollars. That's a lot. Yeah, but I think that's a legitimate cost. Is somewhere like in the few thousand dollars for Master Chief armor. Or I have seen people go to these conventions, and they have told me that they have made the armor from scratch, or they or they buy like a, a cheap skeleton type, and then they just kind of like make it their own and it's like some of it is the most beautiful work i've seen nice. uh, on a cosplay okay derek um yes uh you for your cosplay this year you are going to need no not that uh okay so i got you um this heat tempered uh tape that is that can withstand high temperatures um, for $266 a roll. So, um, <laughs> what a <yes>. deal. <laughs> oh, or how about aluminum foil tape for $391? Hmm. That'll work. I'm also thinking about how I'm going to shoot it. So I found a jet engine that's <laughs> only selling for $1,199.99 uh, from Walmart. Wait, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, it's Steel. a... 
Wait, seven syllable, thirty-five cc, four-stroke glow, glow radial engine. I searched jet engine, and it came up with a Walmart ad. Walmart sells jet engines. Ooh, or at least really great engines for only twelve hundred dollars. I found Scotch tape for eight hundred eighteen dollars. Oh, package of one hundred forty-four. Do you need? A, well, you might need that much tape for. Uh, <laughs> for that is for a, a jet gross amount. <laughs> <laughs> You will never buy scotch tape again in your life. <laughs> hey, I'm scotch and I'm proud. I, I, I'm Scottish. That's so are we. Joke. <laughs> yes! I'm English, so you guys probably hate me. <laughs> You're right. How dare you take our land? Go have your Brexit. Oh, I will. <laughs> it's fantastic. And dead south. <laughs> I think that's a good place to close off the yeah. conversation. <laughs> close out on the fall of the British Empire. Woo! Woo. <laughs> so, so shall we start doing our shameless plugs now? Yeah. Hey guys, do you want to join in on the conversation and tell us what either your cheap or most expensive cosplay is? Well, I have some things for you. You can email us at wickedanimereview at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime where you can message us there, comment on some things that we may post, see if we're going to conventions, which we are uh, in April, at the end of April. And you can also just go straight to our Discord. So if you actually, if you go to the Facebook page, we have it pinned to the top of the Facebook page, I believe is the invite to the Discord. And you can jump right on there and just immediately start chatting directly with us. Tell us your cosplay things. Tell us all your stupid stories that w that will be hilarious to share on the show. And we'll do it. We have different topics set out for you. It'll be great. That's the Wicked Anime Discord. Open invite right on our Facebook page. You can also find us at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime if, if that's where you're listening to this podcast right now. Where you can also listen to us on things like Spotify and Google and Podchasers and anywhere else you can find podcasting at its greatest. You can also find our videos of Wicked Anime over at wickedanime.com slash you... Oh, wow, that's totally wrong. YouTube.com slash Wicked Anime Reviews. Just got that backwards. You can also find us at social media. And you can tweet us at Yo Wicked Anime. Um, I think that's all we really need to cover. Yeah. You can find me, AFLM, at AFLM Art. Uh, Facebook.com slash AFLM Art. Instagram at AFLM underscore Art. And... Twitter. Twitter. I'm also on Twitter now at AFLM underscore art. So find me, get some cool commissions. I'm open for arting for you. I've already got a couple of you guys shouting me out. So thank you very much. Uh, Evan, you're up. So for the recent news reviews, podcast episodes and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If there are any questions, comments, or if you are in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast show, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on, on Twitter and on the J-pop video games and anime amino pages at kingbaby.esh. And on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com. Like us on facebook.com slash bossedbassbrigade and facebook.com slash landofash. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Ash, including the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, and Smash Rook. 
I hope you guys enjoyed all of my PAX East coverage that I did on the Electric Sisterhood and B3 pages. I'm very excited to be going to Anime Expo in July. I booked my flight, I booked the uh, Airbnb, everything's all set and ready to go to experience that. And of course, Anime Boston. Oh my god, we have some amazing prizes in store for Who Cringed Last. Which we also didn't talk about the panels again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Derek? Well, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Elite4Derek. Otherwise, you can find me um, taking that aluminum scotch tape, figuring out how to hook it up to this nice little uh, seven-syllable, uh, seven-cylinder, 77cc four-stroke glow radial engine. Only one left on sale at Walmart for... Twelve ninety nine ninety nine. Uh, the the really great part is the fact that there's one review. The one review is four or five stars, of course. And I quote: "Installed on my vibrator, and boy, does this bad boy rip!" <laughs> Yay! Yay for humanity! Uh. Well, just, wow, it's true, guys. Just, just don't put the aluminum tape in the microwave, and I'm sure you'll you'll be fine. <laughs> but otherwise, it's cold and it don't feel right. <laughs> all right, everybody. So that's all we have for this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. How many more episodes of Con Month do we have? We have one more. Two more. Oh, two more, yes. One more pre-con, and then one more that we may be recording at Anime Boston. Mm. Yes. Ah, so hopefully we will remember to talk about our panels in, <laughs> in the, the next episode. <laughs> the next episode. <laughs> and the people who are going to be there. There's, like, one that I like. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You don't like anybody. I know. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Uh, <laughs> but until then, you'll have to survive, suffice with this episode. Talk to us on Discord. That'll that'll fill in the gap. Yeah. So for the podcast for now, though, it's time to sign off the only way we know how. Is that what you were asking? No. Oh, what were you going to ask? <laughs> the jet engine vibrator. Uh. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.